Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I'm Taylor Rooks in New York where all the nice people live, including Jake Brown. And you're listening to the Jake Brown Radio Show. You are locked in to The Jake Brown Show. It's on Play.it. It's on iTunes and recently featured section of Spotify. Subscribe, follow, rate, review Jake Brown Radio, Jake Brown Show on all social media platforms. A stacked show coming at you here. Greg Lardard is running the board. Tommy Provine is taking videos all day long, all night long. His debut in the building. Um, Having a great time and a lot of guests coming up. Um, here on the show, it's a pretty much guest-filled show, and I know you will enjoy it. We have our first guest coming up after my fat, chubby mouth finishes talking is uh, Taylor Rooks from SNY. She's beautiful, and she knows sports, and she's killing the game at 24 years old. I mean, just remarkable what this girl has done at the age of 19 on CBS Sports Network. I mean, the age of 19, I, I may have been having a cup of jungle juice at a Hofstra party that got broken broken up at 11 o'clock like this girl's on cbs sports network no big deal um so terrific stuff with her then megan wilson from she got game is her twitter and instagram will come at us we'll talk to us where she calls andre drummond dre she's got that kind of tight relationship and if styling players and just talk shoes hoops and everything she does from the six don't say that if you're from toronto though you're not allowed to say six 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 switching up the angles um, so a little drizzy. We need to talk about Drake, really. Coming up after Megan Wilson will be Lee Buckler, the CEO of Replicel, where we talk about creating tendons and inserting them in the body after injury. Just crazy stuff that's going to maybe change the course of sports and guys who deal with these kind of injuries. Or our average human, like Greg Larner, who's dealing with all sorts of injuries every day. And uh, they would all be very comfortable if they wore Mack Weldon right now. And I'm, I'm wearing it right now. I'm wearing the boxers. Mack Weldon's better than whatever you're wearing. They're, they believe in smart design, premium fabrics, and simple shopping. It's an easy throw it in your cart. Bing, bang, boom. And they'll be the most comfortable underwear, sock shirts, undershirts, hoodies, and sweatpants you'll ever wear. They have a silver line of uh, silver underwear, a silver line that's naturally antimicrobial, which means you won't stank like Luke Halpert. They want you to be comfortable, so if you don't like your first pair, you can keep it and they'll still refund you. No questions asked. And I could say that because Luke is not here. Um, not only does Mack Weldon's underwear, shirt, socks, and shirt look good, they perform well, too. It's good for working out, going to work, going on dates, and just your everyday life. Go to MacWeldon.com. That's MacWeldon.com. And get 20% off using promo code. Brown. And that is an inside scoop, and it's a fact only. Hashtag facts only. The inside scoop won't be hearing any of this, seeing any of this on social media, as the inside scoop no longer follows JB on any social media. There's no scoopage. There will be no scoop from JB. But if you do want to take a ride over to Scoopville, USA, take it using Kumo tires. How about that transition? The road, what does the road to NFL success look like for a player? Kumo Tires gives you the behind-the-scenes look at a player's road to success with player style files presented by Kumo Tire. Check it out. Rashad Jennings, Darren McFadden. Uh, they'll tell you they they present tire training. I can't even speak. Helps athletes improve mobility, balance, strength, and performance. You'll get the scoop at Kumo Tire if you visit KumoTire.com. That's K-U-M-H-O Tire.com. And they have better grip, better control, less noise, better traction, better always. They have the tires to make your ride safer and more tractable, whether it's SUV, crossover. Um, they have the better the tire for you and high quality at better value. Visit KumoUSA.com slash dealer. That's K-U-M-H-O-U-S-A.com slash dealer. A couple quick nuggets as we devour nuggets in the next interview with Taylor Rooks. 
Busy day for the Red Sox yesterday when people hear this. Chris Sale on the move for Moncada and some prospects. Man, a solid deal for both sides. The Red Sox get one of the best pitchers in baseball, a guy who's finally going to get run support with a good offense in Boston. Give away a lot. They give away their number one prospect, their number five prospect, and they will have to pay Moncada because that $31 million plus is actually a signing bonus. So they are left with that money. Um, Chris Sale's under uh, contract for 2017. He has uh, options 2018 and 2019. So they have him for at least three more years at the front of that rotation with David Price, with Rick Porcello. I mean, pretty stacked rotation in Boston. And then they go out earlier in the day and get Tyler Thornberg, the reliever, for a couple of prospects, including Blake Shaw. A lot of guys to give up. But they get a stud reliever in that bullpen. And, man, the Red Sox right now are all in on going for a World Series here. That, that team is stacked. And you like both moves. I think of the Red Sox, you're a little concerned trading Moncada and prospects. But he was a high-pay guy. Uh, so it, it's, a, it's a tremendous move for both sides. The White Sox get young. The White Sox are building for the future anyway. So you have to love the move. Some NFL Eric Berry's two-point conversion run back seals the deal in a wild game. Really not a lot of good games in the NFL this week. That one was the best. The Chiefs winning. Uh, the Ravens crushed the Dolphins. The Patriots won easily. The Colts just dismantled the disastrous Jets. The Lions won easily. The Bucks. that game was actually solid. The Bucks now 7-5. and They're the sixth seed. They're tied with the Falcons for the division. So not a lot of NFL to talk. And you know what? I don't want to talk much more because we got a lot of talking coming up. So make sure you follow the show. Uh on iTunes and Spotify. Coming up, Taylor Rooks, SNY, leading into you after that will be Megan Wilson if she got game. Then Lee Buckler, the Replicel CEO. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the show. Enjoy these interviews. They're all golden. You'll hear about Taylor successful at a young age. You'll hear about dating apps and the wide world of dating apps. And uh, you might as well listen because you'll hear a pickup line that I use on them that, that Taylor kind of laughed at. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. Enjoy the rest of the show, and uh, and also this week it is tentative for now. It looks like it will happen. Genie from Aladdin will be in studio. He can freestyle. He can rap. Check that out, and also check on our Facebook page. My one-on-one off the camera, well on camera, but off the interview with Taylor Rooks. Some good stuff. Some good nuggets there. Enjoy the rest of the show, everybody. Jake Brown show played at iTunes, Spotify. We out, yeah. Hey, it's Megan Wilson, a.k.a. She Got Game, and I'm from Toronto. Never call it the six, and I'm on The Jake Brown Show. And welcome back to The Jake Brown Show, everybody. CBS Radio's Play.it slash Jake Brown is where you find us on iTunes and on Spotify. As we're recording this, Fergie is in the room next to us right now, about to do an interview. I'm having trouble not watching what's going on there because I'm trying to get Fergalicious. But in other news, <laughs> we have someone with a Hornets starter jacket from uh, 1996, maybe. Yeah. Uh, it is SNY's Taylor Rooks in the building. What's good? <laughs> Nothing is up, really. Nothing's good. I got lost today. Um, <laughs> Shocker. Just another day in Taylor Rooks in New York City. No, but I'm good. I'm good. Happy to be here. Happy to be eating Chick-fil-A. Happy to be talking to you. And she, she's from the ATL, so how could you go wrong with Chick-fil-A, which I believe was originated in the ATL. Originated in Georgia. My first job ever was actually at Chick-fil-A. Really? My yes. first was Walgreens. Not as fun. <laughs> Did you get free food? No, but it was so discounted. It was mm-hmm. like a 70% discount. 70%. It was a great place to work. We said my pleasure all the time. Ugh. Did you enjoy like saying that? Like, I, f- I feel bad for like workers when they always have to say, my pleasure, my pleasure. No, it actually became second nature. But the thing at Chick-fil-A is the customer is supposed to seriously be always right. So mm-hmm. if you request anything, we're supposed to say yes. Well, they left out a 12-piece nugget, so Chick-fil-A, <laughs> they like, would have brought it back. My I, pleasure. I give me, how about if give you me call, two? they're like, I will walk it to your door. It was, here's the problem. It's four blocks, and there's absolute tours mayhem right now in New York City. Mm-hmm. There's Elmo's everywhere. There's Spider-Man's that just jumped out of somewhere almost gave me a heart attack. And I think it's raining right now anyway. Um, but anyways, um, your story was very interesting, and I saw you in SMY, and I, I tweeted you because you have a, a lot of passion. Oh, you have energy. You. You're, you have the on-air rapport. You're good. And then I realized when I did my research, you were actually younger than me, which I, I rarely have guests younger than me. You were 24. I could say your age. Like, if you were, like, 35, yeah, like, I could have. I hate saying 24 because once I reach 25, it's like, what am I looking it's over, forward yeah. to? Yeah. Well, hey, All I, you can I'm do, 25. what, you can rent a car? Yeah. There's no it. perk. 
There's yeah. no perk. <laughs> but was there a perk at 24 or 23? No, but that's why it's like Besides Jordan, I'll be done. I'll be fine with that. I'll be yeah. fine with that. But you're killing it. I mean, Thank I just you. nuggets out of my, my mouth. Uh, <laughs> you were on CBS Sports Network at the age of 19. Now, you were in school. You went to the University of Illinois. Yes, I went to University of Illinois, Urbana-Champaign, I-L-L-I-N-I. Um, but <laughs> I figured a lot if I said I-L-L, nobody's going to know the rest of the yeah. chant, so I finished <laughs> it myself. Um, but yeah, I did the women's NIT on CBS Sports Network, and I worked for Fox Sports and Scout.com, and I did also some sideline for a Big Ten Network. And then when I graduated, Big Ten Network hired me. How did that happen so quickly? I mean, we hear 19 years old. You're what, a sophomore in college at that point? I was a sophomore. So I was a junior, I think. Were you in the college radio station, college TV station? You know, I actually didn't do any of my media stuff through the college. When I hmm. was a freshman, I started this blog. It had a really lame name. It was called The Online Sideline. Mm-hmm. And I was just very trying, lame. It was very lame. Um, and I was just trying to really interview whoever I could, whether it be a family member, um, like a team manager, high school athletes, whoever. Mm-hmm. Um, and it started to gain some traffic. I was able to get credentialed to some cool stuff. I went to All Star Weekend and did some really dope interviews. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Fox Sports saw that site and then asked me to come work for them my junior and senior year. And then that's when I got picked up to do other random jobs. And you knew, and we did a little video before, you knew you wanted to do this since basically yeah, day one. Yeah, I did. I did. I, I've always known. I knew I didn't want to do news. I didn't want to do entertainment. I can't see myself, like, talking about the Kardashians all day. Um, so Jeez. this was uh, sports I knew was my thing. And you said you did track, mm-hmm. but no other sports, really. You no. just enjoyed watching down I in I loved ATL. watching. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. football, I love. And obviously, they weren't going to let me play football. I played fag football every time we had it in um, high school. Also, powder puff. Um, and I was dope. I got a couple touchdowns. Uh-oh. But, uh, <laughs> Lingerie football league yes. coming up. Oh, never. Never that. But, uh, <laughs> but all other leagues. Um, but, yeah, so obviously I wasn't going to go on and be Randy Moss. So I had to uh, had to stop. Atlanta sports fan, Falcons, Braves. Yeah. Um, Hawks. But I'm actually a, Fal- a Falcons fan for sports. I mean, for football. I love Cardinals baseball. I'm not super into the Hawks. Why the Cardinals? My uncle played for the Cardinals, so your I'm uncle not was allowed- Lou Brock. Yeah, so I'm not really allowed to like another yes. baseball team. <laughs> <laughs> I probably should have prefaced, 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 preface, preface. Over three, third time's the charm, baby. Uh, your uncle. We can make preface the thing, though. Can we make that a new yeah, word? Yeah, preface. All right, we're starting it. Yeah. Well, we should have prefaced that with the fact that I can't even say that seriously because it's so ridiculous. Uh, I, I, I did read that. That is like a little nugget that little nugget that needs <laughs> that needs to be thrown into an interview. Now you have to throw the nugget at it. Lou, Lou Brock <laughs> was one of my favorite, or my dad's favorite players as a kid. Really? Um, what was that experience like growing up? I mean, normal, I guess. Like he's married to my grandpa's sister. Um, mm-hmm. They've been married ever since I was young. Um, but it's funny. I always tell people. I remember once we went to a game at Bush Stadium, and he was on the field playing the first pitch, and people were saying Lou, but I thought they were booing him. Yeah, it's and like I Lucas got Duda. So yeah. upset. I'm like, mm-hmm. why are they booing him? And mm-hmm. so now every time I go, I think about that. But it's been a lot of fun. Like every birthday that he has, we go to Bush Stadium. He throws out the first pitch, and he lets us all go out with him and throw the first pitch. And it's just it's given me a baseball team for somebody that's such a football basketball person you have a star like uh, your thanksgiving dinner has to be lit <laughs> because you're also the niece of former Steeler and saint marv woodson i am that's on my dad's side this is like so, the most uh, casual thing ever it's like <laughs> yeah uncle good old uncle lou and like uncle, uncle marv like no big deal or nbd or anything uh, yeah i mean it's funny because i never really thought he was that big of a deal growing up in georgia because it's mm-hmm. braves like you don't really meet Cardinals fans or anything mm-hmm. but when I went to U of I in that southern Illinois and so everyone there is a Cardinals fan and they would they almost didn't believe me I didn't think it was that you know but now that I have grown older I'm like okay he was he could steal some bases oh yes, yes he could <laughs> didn't he steal like a hundred in one year or something He's- he actually only one other person um has stolen more than him so yeah, he's still second all time. Rick, yep. Ricky H. I mean, the genes in your family are crazy. I mean, <laughs> two, former NFL player, one of the great base stealers ever. You, one of the best young personalities oh, in the nation. Thank you. Um, no, I mean, people say stay humble, whatever. What you've done at your age is remarkable. 
what's like where do you go from here you're 24 in the number one market in the country obviously there's a lot more places to go Mm -hmm. but where do you see your future holding and what do you see the ceiling kind of that you know i really don't even like to believe in in giving myself a ceiling or giving myself limits i kind of just want to go as far as i can it's really important for me to talk about things that i feel like really matter and things that aren't talked about a lot i think Sometimes as sports personalities, we get really caught up in just talking about the good stuff. Mm -hmm. And there's things that needs to be fixed within sports, within life. Um, But the thing about sports is everything, I feel like, intersects into it. And I think it's nice to explore that kind of intersection of politics and race and culture and, you know, gender that all comes along with sports. So... I just kind of want to expand a bit more on, you know, being a sports personality and what that means. Taylor Rooks in the building. We're going to sign off here on Facebook Live. You can catch the interview uh, tomorrow on Play Today, iTunes, and Spotify. Um, and yeah. start saying prefaced. Prefaced. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone looks better prefaced. You know? um, here with uh, Taylor Rooks. Follow her on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and on Snapchat at Taylor Rooks. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to think. You're 24, you're in New York. You you moved from, you were in Chicago before this? Yes. Mm-hmm. You moved from one big market to one bigger market. I have to imagine, it was a little scary coming here, obviously the biggest city in the world here. It definitely was because obviously it's the biggest city and also because I love Chicago. Mm-hmm. So just leaving a place where you had friends and, you know, people you know and people you can hang out with, people you can call and say, let's go eat, mm-hmm. um, was definitely a big leap. But I have some friends from high school that live in New York, um, a couple from college that live in New York. So it hasn't been too bad, but I've learned to really like the city. Good food, which is very important. Better pizza than Chicago. Not better pizza than Chicago. <laughs> You've yet but, to have, so you um, couldn't really address that. No, I think I just ch- know. It's one of those things that's just inherent. You just know. <laughs> I think you're used to the dollar slice places, and you're like, oh, this is trash, but you don't know the real stuff. You said Amores is the Amores, place I should go, yes. right? Yes. I guess you're not going to be really in Queens much, but I would say during the Mets season, obviously, you'll be at City Field to exit after <laughs> to get it. Or it's cash I know, only. They don't agree with you. You know it's legit when it's cash only. Oh, he doesn't know. Yeah, I've been going ca- there since I was cash seven. Only, cash only. They are making that in the back, like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> right the, before you like, order they've it. Been, they've been there since like 1960 or 70. Like, yeah, if it's yeah. cash only, you know they are official. Is like bomb. a referee of the whistle, like yeah. it's obvious. Um, so you have to have the real stuff. Brooklyn is a couple places too. I forget the name, um, but uh, Brooklyn the, is where I always end up when I'm lost. Really? On the subway. Because I mean, so one far. spot, like one stop. Because I live so downtown, mm-hmm. one stop is Brooklyn. I'm like, dang, I'm supposed to be uptown. <laughs> yeah. No, it's. Uh, There's actually a really good brunch place in Brooklyn though that I go to. It's called Pies and Thighs. Pies and thighs. Doesn't it sound <laughs> Sounds bomb? Sounds good. It sounds bomb. Go there. Seriously. And I will say people go to Queens Comfort. That is the bomb place in Queens, Queens in Astoria. Literally the most, it's a lituation when you walk in the really? building. It's the best brunch I've had. Tommy, have you had it? He is not. Greg, have you, Greg have you been to Melba's? Me and Greg try to go, but the line's so long sometimes. Yeah. I know the guy at the door, but I, I was just like, I don't, I don't want to cut 20 people. What? Uh, Oh yeah, not as good as Queens. No Queens comfort. Have uh, any of you been to Melba's? That place is. It's in Harlem. No, oh no, I have not. It's good. I'm not in Harlem often. I'll say. I, I only went once, and it was to go to Melba's, and it was very good. Melba's. It's okay. worth a trip. Is it cash only? No. Okay, it's trash. Yeah, so it's, it's not as nice as Amore's. Trash. I guess. <laughs> Queens comfort uh, also cash only. So really, two for two on cash. I think you're going lit. to places that are fronts. So that's why no. it's cash only. <laughs> Oh, they they fronted in my stomach, and they, it's, it's a great feeling. Uh, Taylor Rooks is with us here. Uh, yeah, man, I, I just – great family, good spot. You're doing well. Um, you're starting to get into New York sports a little bit. You've mm-hmm. been covering – you were at the uh, Syracuse-UConn game last night. Yes, I was. Uh, you've good done game. some Knicks stuff. Mm-hmm. Overall thoughts on the Knicks early on. I'm, I'm a Knicks fan. Impressed. A little up and down, but I think it's still early. I think Porzingis has exceeded expectations early and yes. is only going to get better. This next team could be special. Yeah, I think they could be. I think a lot of it is going to have to be people will shift their have to shift their roles a little bit. It should be Carmelo's team. He's a leader, but he's going to have to take a step back as far as how overbearing he may be on the team. Because sometimes he gets the ball and it just stops. Mm-hmm. And that has to be fixed. He has to let Porzingis be able to do his thing more. I mean, you give Porzingis the ball, it's a bucket, you mm-hmm. know? So that has to happen more. And then it was also dope because... Of course, Derek Rose and Joe Kim Noah came from Chicago at the mm-hmm. same time. Um, and just kind of, you know, 
seeing Derrick Rose at Simeon and then knowing how much people loved him in Chicago and then to see him in New York, I think it would be nice to really see him come into his own. I feel like he thinks he has a lot to prove still. Um, and when Derrick Rose is on, he's on. It's you've just, seen it. It's and just having him yeah. get there that is the you, issue. You've seen, it, you've seen his highs of highs. You've seen his lowest of lows. Yeah. Now you're seeing his like three medium mediums to highs. Yeah. He's still a little rusty, but I think he's been solid so far. And when yeah. he scores under 15, the Knicks win almost every time. Exactly. Which is weird. Yeah. Uh, but it shows you that... Porzingis is this team right now. He, he is, is the face of the franchise. Yeah, he, he really, and he's so good. I mean, watching him and Carl Anthony Towns was That's just battle, magic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I loved it. But I mean, you know, you're, you're going to pick Carl Anthony Towns on your team before you'd pick Zinger. Mm-hmm. But I still like Porzingis. And despite <laughs> Lou Brock being your uncle, you said you're not a huge baseball head, but you're starting to realize here baseball in New York is everything. That's yeah. Yankees is it's the everything. talk of the town. Yeah. It's it's crazy. Just like, and I feel like, especially with winter meetings, everybody's super into it. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like it was like that in Chicago, really. Even mm-hmm. though, of course, there was Cubs, White Sox. There's that same, you know, passion for it. But there's so many other things right in the city. Bulls are right there. Bears are right there. Here, baseball is the stuff that's right here. Giants and Jets are in Jersey, you know. So it's easy to focus on just that aspect. And it also seems like here people grow up being a Yankee or Mets fan. Like, yeah. it's ingrained inside of you. <laughs> I'm weird because I like the Jets, but I also like the Giants. I like the Knicks and I root for the Nets, but I do not like the Yankees. Like, yeah. you can't like Mets and Yankees. The Knicks and Nets aren't really rivals. The Jets and Giants play once every four years, despite being in the same stadium. I don't consider them rivals because mm-hmm. they never play and they're in different conferences. But the Mets and Yankees is another story. You play yeah. six times a year. Now they make it four, which is absolute trash. Don't get me started on that. <laughs> a Monday through Thursday series. Like, come on. Um, but, yeah, baseball here is is they at another it. level. And it's yeah. is it a coincidence you leave Chicago and the Cubs win a World Series? You know what? Maybe. Mm-hmm. It actually may be. I may be bad luck. Um, but, you know, like, Cardinals have so many that I'm <laughs> I'm ready for Chicago to experience it, you know? She le- <laughs> she leaves Chicago. She didn't come here. I'm going to say it now. The Mets are winning the 2017 World Series. Thanks to Taylor Rooks <laughs> is going to be the reason. Um, all right. A couple of minutes left here uh, before we bring in uh, Megan Wilson from She Got Game. Um, we'll see if she does indeed have game. Uh, <laughs> but obviously, as you can see on video, she is beautiful. Oh, thank um, you. I imagine pl- – I saw Bryce Butler commented <laughs> on one of your <laughs> – one of your videos saying like you popping like I feel like a lot of players like mm-hmm. that's something like I'm, tr- I'm trying to think of the wording on this. Uh, <laughs> oh God, we're gonna preface this. Some <laughs> some sliding into DMs I imagine go down sometimes. I think that's the nature of life. Yeah. Whoever you are, people are gonna slide. But I feel into like in this day and DMs. age, they have to be careful and you have to be careful. One hundred percent. It's a weird. It's a weird phase that we're yeah. in. Yeah, I mean, and you would never ever want to do anything that jeopardizes your professionalism Mm -hmm. or um, you know puts you in any situation that you should not be in but I think that we're in this day and age where you see Instagram and you feel like everyone's accessible and you're just like Mm -hmm. okay I'm gonna message him and see what happens so that has happened to me do you like enjoy it like not really sometimes like I I imagine sometimes you respond like say if LeBron James DMs you're gonna be (laughs) like yo not like on that level but like 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 friend friendly like hey like yeah honestly at this point I feel like the only people that I am like this was dope to talk to like it was dope to interview them are like Legends, like mm. when I interviewed Dr. J, I was That's like, wow. Yeah. But I interviewed LeBron once, and it was dope because he's LeBron. But mm-hmm. I wasn't in awe. You so know, you don't get, and you have to get. You say you interview so many people to not get starstruck. Yeah, you. I mean, I'm talking about. It has to be like you know. I have been watching you, or I know where you stand in the yeah. arena of sports. Like I got starstruck when I interviewed DJ Khaled, just because like <laughs> Khaled. I don't know. I got star. I was nervous for that and French Montana. I was yeah, for. no, those that's are two nice. guys. Is like you listen to them. It's like they're cool. It's like you see them and you talk to them. It's like a different. Yeah, you know how it is. Yeah, but no, people always comment. Now Bryce Butler, we're both from Gwinnett County. He okay. went to Norcross. I went to Peachtree Ridge. We had a lot of like football and basketball players from our area. Like Bradley Roby went to high school with. So me. that wasn't a random. That wasn't okay. that random. Because that was it came up on Instagram. I have some random ones, but that yeah. one isn't too bad. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's a weird situation because you're in a tough spot because obviously you're, you got to be professional. About oh, it. for sure. But I imagine a lot of players do hit you up. And yeah. Like, 
Taylor, what's good? Oh, they definitely do. Yeah. And they make it awkward sometimes because then you don't respond and then you have to see them and it's like, oh, I never saw what you said. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's I a, feel like it's the nature of it. It's definitely a tough Boys spot. will be boys. Yeah, it's 2016. We've all slid in DMs. Like, we're all guilty of it. Like, How I've, do you, how do you slide into DMs? <laughs> Depends on the person. Uh, yeah, he is. No, that's, that's like a dating app. I, I've been using a recent copy paste. Are you, an, are you an app person? Do you have Tinder? I do. Really? Yeah. Are you a like I don't heavy like swiper? It. Not a heavy swiper. I don't know. I, I don't a know moderate swiper? Moderate, maybe. I don't know. Like, I don't is know. Tinder the only app you have? No, I have a couple of them, but it's just it's New York. What are the couple? I, what do I got to go through them now? What is it? Or here? See, oh, <laughs> see, I call around the DMs. And now I'm getting questioned here. How does this interview turn? Jesus, this is my show. What's happening? Um, yeah, no, okay, I'm, you're not out of it. You have to answer the app. No, yeah, I'm like, like okay, Cupid. Like, okay. A Jewish one is like J Swipe. Okay. So I'm on a couple of them, but God. the other ones I don't I don't check that often, like Clover, <laughs> like shit like that. But it's just like, I've never even heard of. Clover. Yeah, I know. There's there's new ones that you never even heard yeah. of. Yeah. I'm one. I'm always doing. I'm at either game event here, like that. I'm not at the bars, like meeting people, and I don't enjoy meeting people at the bars really. Yeah. Like picking up a girl at the bar. So it's really 2016 and dating, the apps. Yeah. Um. And then you can't really date people from work. Like, there's cute girls here at CBS, but mm-hmm. it's like you're in a weird spot where you see them every day, and it's like you can't do it. Yeah, anything goes wrong, you like don't want to come into work. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah. So I avoid that. <laughs> so it's like I have to resort to that. Have uh, you ever seen somebody you know on an app? Oh yeah, many times. Have yeah. you guys ever match? I hate when they match, and then they're like, <laughs> "Hey, Jake." It's like, God, you just let my hopes down. Like, I know you. Like, yeah. So I, I've seen my exes on there. Like, of course you really? see people. Yeah. Oh, that's awkward. Um, so it is awkward. A recent one I've used is really corny, though. I'm trying to think of what it is. It was like, did did you know? <laughs> I can't believe I'm gonna say this. Uh, <laughs> I think I said, uh, "Did you know your smile reminds me of Beyonce when she wakes up flawless or something?" I. <laughs> That is actually terrible. I know it's terrible. Sometimes did it, I mess with. Did it work? It's worked. Yeah, it has sometimes. Yeah. Wait. Fr- so what did if you say that? What did they say back? Sometimes they answer like, "Oh, that's cute," or sometimes they don't answer. Um, <laughs> it depends on the situation. It's just sometimes people they don't unless you have like a six pack and abs and you're like a model or something like they don't want to hear, "Hey, how's your day?" or like, "Hey, how's your weekend?" So you like, feel like you're having to say something that is yeah. like, got to get. Well, if I don't do that, I use the Drizzy keyboard lyrics app and it's Drake lyrics and it'll be different kind of Drake. <laughs> so there's confessions, there's like feels, there's turn up. So I'll say like looking for what? some things and I think I could find them in you or like if you were a star, you'd be the one I'm searching for. Like just Drake lyrics. Sometimes it's just fun that to play is around so in funny. it. Cuz yeah. I mean, you're I know that you're having to run into people that don't even know Drake really, so they're mm-hmm. like what is he talking yeah. about? Yeah. Some of them do and respond those are the ones I'm like, you're awesome. Yeah, but if Drake's they don't get it, it's ever. like, yeah, I love Drake too. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Drake, Sean Garrett was in the elevator today. If you don't know him, he's semi-relevant. But I mean, <laughs> ten years ago, is relevant with what them girls like. That was weird. Um, but yeah, it's it's a scary world out there. Yeah, or it is. You're not on apps. Protect the DM. I am not. I have a boyfriend. I can't okay. be on apps. There you go. Yeah. So. It's it's a tough world, especially in New York. It's such a big city. So many options. Yeah. Like if I go to another city, like I'm killing it on matches. Like, but See, here I it's... feel like New York and LA are the hardest places to date because mm-hmm. everyone is just everywhere. Everyone's looking for the next best thing. Nobody's trying to commit. And there's always someone with more money, with better looks out there in a big yeah. city where it's like, I don't want this like radio host dude. Like, you yeah. Know? So it's it's tough. You need to get with Jake Brown. Yeah, come come at come at me. I I won't say these lines in person. I promise. Yeah, probably will. Um, <laughs> I might recite some Drake. I will do karaoke. Uh, I will do before he cheats. Carrie Underwood. I will do can't fight the moonlight. Uh, the Coyote so Ugly funny. version. Or any in singer Backstreet Boys song. Uh, Taylor Rooks in the building. We're gonna wrap up here because we have gotten a tangent of every topic imaginable. It was great. Um, but good luck to you. And if you Thank ever want to come in, co- uh, well, I don't know about co-host, but <laughs> ever want to come in and talk sports, you're welcome. You're right next door to S and Y. And good luck to you. You're killing it. Thank Keep killing you. it. How- Last question before I finish because I, I did not ask it. How do you kind of stay humble a little bit and try to tone yourself? You're like. Mother effort, like I'm on, I'm on in New York City <laughs> oh, on TV. Like I'm the uh, shit right now. Like, how do you tone it down so you're like, I still got work to do? Because honestly, if you're age and doing what you're doing, like you got to be bodacious, bragging a little bit. Like, I mean, I think it's because I genuinely feel like I have a lot of work to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think I've had that defining moment. Um, 
I feel like not that I'm still finding my voice, but I'm still fighting for the right the right ways to express my voice, the right platform for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if I've really earned the right to be super into myself. I don't think anyone should ever be super into But themselves. do you ever have those moments? Because I've had those moments for sure. I definitely look back and say, you know, I'm proud of like what I've done yeah. so far. But I also know there's so much more to do, especially like growing up around people I've grown up around. It's like and I, think I have a long way to That's what makes it different. <laughs> when, you, when you're growing up and your uncle's here, freaking Lou Brock, yeah. uh, like you have to have that in your back of your mind a little bit that it's always bigger and yeah, better Yeah, like places. I have so much and so much more I want for myself, so much more I want to do. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Taylor Rooks, follow her on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, yeah, all that. follow me. Uh, appreciate you coming on the Jake Brown Show. Good talking. Appreciate you. you inviting me. Yes, and good luck on all your apps. Thank you. <laughs> Hi, this is professional poker player Beth Shack, and you're listening to the Jake Brown Show. Welcome to the Jake Brown Show, everybody. CBS Radio's played on it, iTunes, Spotify. We are back. You heard Taylor Rooks. You heard a little me. You heard some uh, Tinder talk mix in there. Um, and in the building right now, don't say the six, I guess, although we're allowed to say it since we're not from Toronto, <laughs> and you are. She doesn't like it when you call it the six, 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 six. Uh, it is Megan Wilson. She does indeed have game, I think, uh, at She Got Game. Megan, what's up? much just enjoying this trip to new york not so much the rain yeah this weather has just been up and down and i was in carolina over break and it was beautiful there it was like 60 to 70 and i come here it's like 30 and rainy um but you you do frequent new york sometimes yeah i'm here all the time on work my two favorite cities toronto and new york toronto beautiful women mm-hmm. food is solid mm-hmm. everything's cheaper um what i've heard and i've yet experienced it that the strip clubs are cheaper there and the like it's like you could do anything basically it's like ten dollars basically like a happy it's like the happy meal of strip clubs basically in i Toronto. mean you know what i don't know about that i can't say but i will say usually montreal is more known for that because we have the I have heard that. yeah because i spend my time between toronto and montreal and our drinking age in montreal is 18 toronto is 19 so mm-hmm. we definitely get a whole lot of young frat boys that come up and have their first strip club experience in mm-hmm. montreal and then get to tumble over and have their first poutine experience and probably vomit all over my street thank you very much but <laughs> Uh, poutine. It's, yeah. I, I call it poutine. They have no, it please, here. Ooh. It's poutine. Okay. It's poutine. It's been confirmed. Yeah. Um, so strip Official clubs and Canadian. poutine are, are, the, are the, and I will say I was not a frat boy, so I was not a young <laughs> frat boy. Um, although people did think I was in a frat. I don't know if I have that bro mentality. Um, still at 25 years old, I will say, I've never been to a strip club in my life. Really? It's actually an embarrassing thing to say at this point. It's like, how have you not been, Jake? But it's like, I haven't. Um, and I want to go in Toronto, but they cl- close. I went. Everything out, uh, closes at like two. Closed at two. Yeah. I want want to go after the All Star game. We get out like one yep. thirty, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we're about to close." I'm like, "Yeah." I was just trying to get a couple lab dances before <laughs> I go to bed. Like, come on, man. Um, the dream. No, the, yeah. Toronto. Toronto closes early. Montreal stays open until about three, but Toronto it's two. We have sometimes have a little thing extended license till four for things like Carabana and like really big events, but a lot of people didn't do it for All Star. I feel like you have a little accent, but it's not easy to tell. Yeah, it comes out in certain words. Like, there are certain words that I say that like my what? American friends, I'm trying to think. I can couch is one. Say couch. Couch. I don't hear it there Yeah, at all. see, but I think I went to broadcasting school, so I think a lot of it got kind of bred out of me mm-hmm. um, because, and I'm coming from Toronto, it's, it's, we all sound pretty like Midwest. I mm-hmm. think, I think the main thing is maybe how we say words. Like, Americans will say Toronto and pronounce every single word but if you're from toronto you just it's just one quick word it's more of an a you're saying we say toronto a lot of americans will like over toronto toronto that's closer to how we say it toronto a do you say a a lot you know what i don't as much anymore your your people are probably getting mad at me on facebook my mom will be more happy that you haven't been to a strip club that's that's really what it's gonna be hi mom you're you're gonna make a good impression (laughs) um but yeah, I mean, I, I don't think I have an accent, but I know it comes out. I think New Yorkers don't seem to think I do, but L.A. people do. Yeah, I couldn't really tell. Yeah. Um, anyway, it doesn't matter. I don't, yeah. I don't judge. Um, I love the city. Um, how did the whole She Got Game and your brand mm-hmm. uh, start originally? Well, originally, uh, coming from broadcasting, I was working in a newsroom because um, I went to school for sports broadcasting. Because um, cool? I, I went to a school called Ryerson in Toronto, um, and I also studied overseas in Germany. Um, during the World Cup, so that was pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so 
I either want to be a fashion designer or be a sports producer or sideline reporter. Um, so while I was working in sports, I, that's really when the dress code came out. Mm -hmm. um, so I started noticing a huge change. So I started writing about it, blogging about it. And honestly, it was like right when Twitter started. I think it was probably around 2008. And I was like, I need a name. I'm like, okay, well, He Got Game is my one of my favorite movies. And I guess I have game if I like fashion and sneakers and basketball. So I'm just going to do She Got Game. And it stuck. And it was probably one of the, my smartest branding decisions because it's held and I've had it for so many years now. What so. year was it? 2008. 2008. And you were in school when it started. No, see I'm a little bit older than mm. I look. Okay. So, uh, I, I was I was a year out of university at that okay. point. We call university at home. University. Yeah. Um that's cool. It's an interesting brand, and just the whole name. Like you think it would have been taken, maybe, but I yeah. guess that was the early days of Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that. Absolutely, yeah. It's it's. I mean, it's it's definitely. You've had like she got game tournaments, and then the game had that awful reality show. She's got game. That mm -hmm. was like a dating show. So it's crapped up, but it's it's kind of common. But no one really had it at this point, so it was like I might as well take ownership. All right, we're not going to talk any more dating because we talked about that with Taylor <laughs> Rose. So I'm not, I'm not going to go into it. Uh, with Megan here, uh, follow on Twitter and Instagram at she got game. Tell us about what you do because you, you have an interesting life. Uh, you get a lot of free sneakers, which is awesome. Uh, cool. Your style, you consult, you do shopping for a bunch of players. You've worked with Dre Three Stacks Drummond, or you probably have some <laughs> nickname for him. You call him Dre. So you have CDR, uh, Chris Douglas, Roberts, Wesley Johnson. The great uh, comedic Lance Stevenson, Anthony Bettit, and a lot of others, David Cohn. Tell us about the day-to-day, -day, what you do. Uh, well, the day-to-day, -day, it really depends what city I'm in. So when I'm in New York, I'm usually like hitting the ground running. It's a lot of meetings, and it's a lot of um, in-person shopping, going to things like Fashion Week, uh, showrooms, looking at kind of the new stuff that's coming out um, that I can put my clients in. Because as we talked about it before, like someone like Dre has size 18 feet. So I can't go into... Dre. Uh, <laughs> I can't just go into a store and be like, hey, I need a pair of size 18. You know, mm -hmm. a lot of that's custom. A lot of it comes from meetings and talking to PR departments and special requests and working with, with mm -hmm. specific brands. So um, a lot of it is usually a lot of emails and catching up on, on Twitter or uh, social media in the morning and kind of planning my day in the afternoon. It's usually for running around, getting things done. Evening, it's usually an event or two. Night, going to a client game or more work and starting over again a busy lady first off uh sorry to aside here we got to put that vertical because oh, someone's commented, complaining someone said you are sideways so <laughs> let's tommy tommy provine manning the video board let's put that vertical that's i guess how facebook live got, works i find i think you have to it's gonna be upside down now i'm hoping that it's not, it's not? are you sure okay see it's weird because you had mine horizontal you know what? i think you maybe had it the wrong horizontal if you yeah, if you do it the other side Guys, uh, what's to say? Is my, am I upside down? Yeah, this is, <laughs> we are live! <laughs> yeah, um, I just got a new phone, everyone who's listening, and uh, yeah, we're okay. trying to figure out how to Facebook Let's Live. Let's see. Okay, no, you have to put it vertical. It still looks weird. I'm watching it right now on my computer. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is awesome. Um, so yeah, you, what? who's the coolest guy that you've worked with? Hmm. I think that's a really difficult question. I was it was pretty cool growing up as as both as like a Mets fan and a Jays fan to work with David Cohn and like to buy him Balenciaga. Yeah, I, I like uh, I guess I, I like, like suffering. Yeah, I've suffered my whole life. Yeah, um, see the ring on right now, eighty six. <laughs> there you I wasn't go. Alive then. <laughs> I was. <ooh>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, Just out of the womb. Yeah, uh, a little bit. Uh, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, I mean, so that was that was just neat from growing up and watching that. And my God bless my grandfather. He doesn't really watch basketball or football. Like he watched a bit of football, but he didn't know any of my clients until I worked mm -hmm. with, with with David. So that was really cool. Um, but working with uh, CDR was my first client. Now he's kind of like doing his own line now, which is really cool. Um, Dre is really kind of willing to take a risk. So each guy is kind of interesting and different and I get to learn something and I think now working um, doing the collection I did with Lana Hawks was a really big thing for me because growing up as a girl who would go to games or look for really cool gear to wear that was sports gear it was really hard to find so actually getting to be able to make it and have women buy it and tell me they like it was like a huge moment for me. Megan Wilson the building we're going to sign off here on my Facebook live uh, catching an interview tomorrow on the show um was there a guy that came back to you and said, hey, I, I don't like how this looks and had negative feedback for what you put on him? Um, 
I have to think about that one. For the most part, no. I mean, the the only thing that might happen is if I want to push someone to be a little bit more inter- interesting, let's say, with their style or mm-hmm. take a few risks. And sometimes I might push them to the point where they just get kind of um, not comfortable with it. And it's, it's something that's really out of their comfort zone. So for me, sometimes that's that's kind of been where it is. But sometimes I'll push them a little bit extra. So then they'll come back and I have something that's somewhere in between, something that's boring and something that's outlandish. And I'm like, this is really what I want you to be in. Um, and, but usually it's the, the hardest part with my clients. It's less about style. It's more about fit. Mm-hmm. because some guys will have um, when I was working with Wesley Johnson his arms are like 7'2 or something like mm-hmm. they're about 7 feet he's yeah. he's 6'7 so for him getting anything that would fit his arms was always difficult um, and then working with football players we have to keep in mind things like they'll have a really big lower body so making sure it fits their thighs so things like that so really it's fit usually you can get an idea of style um, with like trends and, and for me it's always important to get to know a guy's personality because I never want them to feel like they're wearing a costume like I think that's where some of the guys kind of are hitting and miss on, on like NBA and NFL style is that they end up looking like they're trying too hard or they're trying to fit in rather than okay what's my own personal style so that's really important when I work with a guy and congrats uh, this week the Atlanta Hawks cheer squad wearing your Shia game collection yeah that that's was pretty awesome. exciting yeah congrats. yeah thank you so much so it was that was a, a big moment so we had our first unveil at the end of November and then we had another game last night uh, I wasn't able to go because I did some stuff here in New York uh, and then there's going to be a different game every month and I got to be at the Gucci Mane game where he proposed to hey. his girl yep. and it like performed and my collection came out so it was like the best game ever except the Atlanta Hawks got smacked yeah. like absolutely destroyed by the oh, awful ass Pelicans. a lot this year. You know what and they started off okay. They were hot first. Yeah. yeah. I had them at like a 12 or 13 seed. Yeah. And, and well now maybe 12. now. Yeah. Now Oof. they're around there. Now the East is actually shaping out right now as it should be. Yeah. Uh, one through eight is almost similar to what you would think it would be. Yeah. Um, where do you see your line going? What's the future hold? I mean, you have a, a cheerleading squad rocking your brand. Do you see maybe like a team wearing at some point? Maybe, I don't know, WNBA or something? Oh, or I'd love to do that. I mean, so with the collection, it was sold, and it is being sold at Phillips Arena. So it's not mm-hmm. just for the cheer squad. It's specifically for the Atlanta Hawk uh, consumer because the Hawks are really trying to um, – get more millennials into the games because a lot of people who are in Atlanta, they're not from Atlanta. They've all come from somewhere else. So they're Shout trying to, to turn them yeah. <laughs> they're trying to turn them into Hawks mm-hmm. fans, right? So this is part of that Limerita partnership. Um, so we had some more gears dropping, bomber jackets, hats, pins uh, in the next couple of weeks. So it keeps growing. My goal is I'd love to do it for other markets. I've already had girls and friends and guy friends be like, I want to buy this for my girlfriend, but she's a Raptors fan or she's a Knicks fan. So I'd love to do other teams and continue working in basketball. Um, I'd love to redesign like a team that needs it like a jersey-wise, something like that. Like right now, the yeah, Hawks jersey is actually terrible. Like that whole weird geographic pattern on it. Like the yeah. colors aren't so bad because Nike uses Volt a lot and they're going to be taking over the jersey next year. Mm-hmm. So something like that would be really exciting. Um, and just getting to work directly with sports and fashion, like the two things that have really been my passion since I was a kid. No StubHub logos on your jerseys. You're going to God, make. I hope Philadelphia not. StubHubbers. Ugh. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's cool. It seems like you're doing what you love, uh, and it seems like the growth is endless. Now, you told me uh, when we talk shoes here, yeah, because you're a big sneakerhead, there will be a Space Jam new Jordan coming out. Well, it's a re-release of the original Jordan. Mm-hmm. Um, so they re- obviously with um, a brand like Jordan, they were kind of re-releasing uh, retro models every few years. So mm-hmm. this is the first Jordan drop, I think, since of the Space Jam, I think it's since 2010. Um, So it's obviously a lot of mania surrounding it. Uh, The Jordan 9 came out last week. Um, So that's, I think, something that everyone's really excited about. They had um, all different Monstars pop up. um, And so I got to be a part of that. I styled a bunch of sneaker influencers in the Space Jam collection before it came out. Um, as kind of like our way of doing press and we got to do a really cool video. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's something that's definitely hyped up and that a lot of people have been like hitting my DMs like can you get me these shoes? Can you get me these? Sliding in the DMs. Yeah, for a sneaker plug. (laughs) You are the plug indeed. I'm the plug for myself and my clients. That's about it. I wish like my mom steals like if anything's too big for me because she's about a half size bigger so she can take stuff. What size shoe are you? Uh... I'm a four, four and a half kids, or five and a half for six women. Wow. So all my girlfriends are always like, can you just grow your feet so I can steal <laughs> all your shoes? Like, that's the biggest complaint I get right, from so my friends. so don't slide in the DMs asking for shoes. I'm not going to ask for shoes. My feet are probably double that. 11, <laughs> mine, I'm 11, which isn't 
that big. We're six foot three, but yeah. Uh, I'll I'll make a note, guys. Don't worry about it. I get it. <laughs> no, I, I won't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. Even Cher? Oh, Cher? All right. Yeah. That's I mean, it sounds like you need new shoes. So I do. Oh, my God. Sounds like your sneaker game is not on point. Uh, yeah, my <laughs> sneaker game is not on fleek. Uh, I would take these velvet. Uh, well, those are only that? for velvet? women. Uh, oh. Yeah. So, it yeah. figures I would like the woman's yeah. shoe. <laughs> not, but but so have so many men. I've had so many people complain They're about fire. it to me. Yeah. Yeah. I like them a lot. I just wish I didn't wear them when it's raining. Can, can you raise them for your Facebook Live video? Can, Let me take them this off. This is pretty flexible, actually, if you were able to read it. I mean, I can, but I'm also wearing a dress. So they're on oh my, my Instagram if you want to go look. Uh, she Got Game. Um, you can see them. They're getting a lot of love by the women and men, too. Um, but I they go up them. to nine and a half men's because they're doing extended That's sizing. So. Muggsy Bogues. That's yeah. about it. Muggsy, I'm, I'm like, I, had, I did an interview with him. I'm about an inch taller than him. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, there you go. You, you <laughs> beat out Muggsy. Moment. That's impressive. Uh, do you have like three sneakers of 2016? They were your favorite and then three sneakers that you maybe know come out in 2017 that are your favorite. Well, I think probably the ones that I really wanted that something that we kind of have to do in, in sneakers that I don't do, but a lot of people have to do is use um, something called sneaker bots just to be able mm-hmm. to buy a shoe because they sell out so quickly online. Like I, I really love camouflage and I love, um, you know, a, like a simple shoe that has a hit. And so I really wanted the Adidas NMD um babe collection so they're they're pretty simple minimal sneaker really good for travel Mm because they can fold they're pretty you can fold them up and they're super comfy so i really wanted those and but i couldn't get them um i would say the ones that i'm wearing today are like i'm really impressed with the quality they're just a bit expensive they're at 220 for a women's sneaker shoe it's it's a little expensive um other than that and jacket i know and it's like fire it's just like i've and it's you know what's funny it's also the color of my brand like mm-hmm. all my logo is burgundy and mm-hmm. so it's just kind of like progressively everything in my world is turning this mm-hmm. color so your life is burgundy yeah apparently but uh <laughs> there are worse things and then other than that there's so many that came out that either i wanted that didn't come in my size like there's um nike lab does a lot of really cool collaborations and there was a few that were 3m i can't remember the name of it now but those were the ones that i was really after um but the resale on them now is like 400 bucks so hmm. I think I'm not going to be getting those. <laughs> is, is there one coming out that you know that you're that for you're next year? Um, usually there's. I I honestly haven't been paying as much attention because I've been so busy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm definitely keeping my eye out. Usually on All Star, there's always a huge amount of sneakers that come out. Um, I haven't seen any of the leaked ones yet, but um. I'm definitely going to be paying attention to that because likely I'll be in New Orleans and it's a huge sneaker weekend. A lot of people just come in just to buy shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really what I'm kind of excited for For that's coming up. Megan Wilson, follow her on Twitter and Instagram at SheGotGame. Uh, for all your sneaker needs, do not go in her DMs and ask for them. <laughs> you will be reprimanded. I will tell you maybe you know. if I know where you can buy them, but I am not a retailer. I don't work for Jordan. It's She'll get her I'll plug. She ain't plugging you <laughs> with anything. Um, <laughs> it was great having you in. And make sure if you're here during the Mets season, we will go to a game. Absolutely. I, I do get a lot of Mets tickets. Um, as Greg knows, I, I, I went to 45 games these wow. th- this year and last year, I think. But do you have the ones with the unlimited drinking? No. <sighs> Unfortunately. <for, laughs> Those are the ones I've For I Nets, think. sometimes it'll, I do. Nets games. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, if Maybe I pretty much have to pay. If I invite someone, it's like you have to pay, I guess. Uh, no, I mean, I, I live 10 minutes from the stadium, so it's like drinking at a house and Uber there. Uh, uh, yeah. So it's easy. Um, the radio budget way of getting yeah, drunk at a baseball you know, game. <laughs> yeah, get, get fucked up at home and then go, go to the game. Uh, she got game. Do you actually have game? I didn't ask. Like, do you, can you play? No, I'm terrible. My jump shot is like broken in nine million ways i would like to say i when i was younger i definitely played like i used to braid my hair not even like in like really nice braids just like regular mm-hmm. like uh pipping long stocking braids oh. and like definitely had like an arm Pippi. sleeve and definitely thought i wanted to be alan iverson because yeah. obviously being a short person someone like alan iverson who had so much swag and uh came in and really dominated oh. he was someone who i really loved and then being from toronto vince and tracy so I, I love basketball, but I didn't grow. I kind of was always that one kid that was always in the front row of pitchers. You know, I mm-hmm. might move one spot over or another spot's over, but I was always short. 
So I never had that really fun growth spurt. I, I ran track and I did a bunch of other sports. Like I, I used to teach and compete in snowboarding. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I am terrible at basketball. But, but that's like that's life. like my 2017 rule. Like, like goal will be to get a better jump shot. So All I right. do not embarrass my friends right. and clients. Well, as long as you have game in life. I think you have game in life. I think so. You're rocking velvet on velvet on burgundy on burgundy <laughs> on burgundy. <laughs> Color schemes are working. Uh, visit her site at meganandwilson.com and follow her at she got game on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that jazz. Good having you. Thanks for having me. Yep. Go Mets. Let's go Mets. Woo. <laughs> I'm Lenny Dykstra, and you're listening to the Jake Brown Show. And welcome back to the Jake Brown Show, everyone. Play that at slash Jake Brown iTunes, Spotify, Jake Brown Radio, Jake Brown Show on uh, all social media platforms. Switching it up now. You heard from Taylor Rooks. You heard from Megan Wilson. She got game. Lee Buckler's on the line from Replicell. Uh Lee, coming from Vancouver where it is snowing right now. How you doing, man? Not too bad, Jake. How you doing, man? I'm doing good, and uh, All right. Lee has told me that he's not really fully aware of snow because it rains a lot there, but doesn't snow. Uh, coming from a Canadian, that sounds very odd, right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. T- tell us a little bit about Replicel uh, here because it's a very interesting uh, company and concept, from what I read. Hey, absolutely. So you know, I'm I'm just a business guy who sort of fell in love with the uh, with the, with the business of science and and what this company was doing. I, you know, there's sort of a number of products in development here. We're a publicly public company um, um, doing some doing some cool stuff with with patients' own cells, right? So we've got started out life, uh, you know, with a, with a, a cell-based treatment for pattern baldness, and we've got a dermatology trial. But you know, I think the angle, um, you know, that, that we're really excited about that I think you know your your um, your audience is um, you know has has every reason to be excited about is is a, is a product that we're developing. Using the patient's own cells to uh, to fix up messed up tendons, you know, um, uh, we're uh, we're in a clinical trial right now for a, a, a for a, a product for the for the ankle tendon. We call it the Achilles. Um, but you know, we all know people who've messed up their ankle, their knee, you know, tennis elbow, golfer's elbow, mm-hmm. um, you know, shoulder rotator cuff stuff. And you know, if rest physio doesn't help. You're kind of stuck. Just you just got to quit doing what you're doing. And and we've seen some really nice results where we can take, you know, in all what looks in the ultrasound. Like, a, you know, it's just a messed up tendon, a minefield of sort of just um, um, just black holes instead of, you know, what, what should be there. And uh, six months after a single injection of product, you see just a really nice reorganization, regeneration of tendon. And these people are reporting, you know, they're back doing what they love to do. I, I feel like this could change the game uh, literally, uh, figuratively and literally there in, ter- <laughs> in terms of sports. Uh, it could it could really help guys who've had tendon problems. I mean, we see torn ACLs. Uh, the the three letters ACL are it's like the Voldemort of sports. It's like w- what you don't want to hear. It means either season ending, maybe career ending. So many tendon problems, elbow problems with pitchers and Tommy John surgeries. How will this maybe change sports and change injuries in general? Well, you know, we think in a couple of different ways. I mean, we you know we we're we're excited about the products. You know, eventual um, potential to to help guys who've got acute injury, um, but more importantly, um, help extend the life of their game. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people leaving early because they just, you know, they're just plagued. They get back on the court or the rink or the, um, uh, you know, back on the field and, uh, they, you know, they go back too early and they just, you know, they're re-injured and re-injured, re-injured, and then eventually they just, you know, they just don't make it back again. You know, one of uh, the clinical advisors for us was some um, um, medical doctor for the Canucks up here in Vancouver hmm. and did a lot of work with um, NBA players and, um, and um, the Grizzlies when they were in town, and he says, "Look, if I, you know, if if um, uh, if if this product um, works like like we think it's working, um, you know, as a team doctor, I'm crazy if I don't, you know, line up the whole team at the beginning of the year, hmm. um, you know, take a take a biopsy of uh, of their tissue, then get the manuf- the product manufactured, stick it in the freezer, and uh, you know, when they get injured, we've got some options, um, and um, you know, when they get traded." They take their uh, they take their their bat their hockey stick their bag whatever it is they got and their vilus cells and away they go right. Do you think it can it can change history in some sorts? I know it's early to say it, and uh, just thinking about it, if I feel like it can make a huge impact on on sports in general. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, we've seen these anecdotal results, uh, you know, from players who've gone you know to some other country and get a you know a shot of stem cells. 
And, um, you know, there's a lot more that are reported that, you know, never really worked that well. But, you know, you see the occasional athlete reporting that you know, something's worked really well for them. And, uh, you know, those are just sort of doctor's office treatments. Um, and, um, and, you know, what we're working on is, is developing a real standard of care, a medicinal product that's going to be, um, you know, that we think has, that has the potential to, um, uh, you know, to change the way that, uh, that, that, you know, even the weekend warrior, the, you know, the 42-year-old mom that loves to run or the, you know, the 55-year-old guy that just likes to golf, um, let alone the high-value um, athletes, uh, you, know, where, um, you know, where there's big money at play. How long until maybe all this goes down? I know you said you're going through clinical trials now. Is there a time frame that, you, that you're looking at? Yeah, you know, it's, um, you know, this is in product development. You know, we've got four products in development. We're going to, uh, you know, we're aiming to have the first product launched in, uh, in 2018. We're going to roll out as fast as we can um, into various countries around the world. You know, the U.S. is actually working right now um, on the Congress floor as an act to sort of speed up the commercial, uh, the commercial pathway for these kinds of products. Um, Japan did that a couple of years ago, um, so I think there's a lot of uh, potential for uh, for companies like ours to have a you know a faster pathway to market uh, with products that are basically built from your own cells. Uh, you know, there's there's not there's not a lot of safety concerns around these kinds of products. Um, you know, if we can show that they work, um, why not allow patients to have um, um, access faster than faster to them than uh, than might otherwise be the case. Tell me about is it Shiseido? Shiseido is that? Yeah, yeah. So Shiseido is a is a one Shiseido. of the largest cosmetic companies in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we started out life like I said. You know, our the genesis of our science was built around an understanding of pattern baldness, and um, and how we might be able to use a cell population um, taken from the back of the head, where even bald people still have hair, um, and and develop a product that we can inject back into the top of the scalp that's affected by by the condition. And um, we saw some really exciting results in animals. We saw some really exciting results in phase one clinical trials. And Shiseido, um, after we announced those results, uh, came knocking on the door, and we ended up getting a deal done with them. We're working in conjunction with them in Asia. They've taken that product and are doing next phase clinical trials in Japan, where, like I said, there's a, there's a faster um, pathway to market for these kinds of products. And um, we're excited about what we're going to be able to show um, up there and, um, and, our, and our partnership with them. And I'm reading that could happen in 2018, something that I could be interested in here, <laughs> a guy who had a receding hairline. And I, I, sha- I, didn't, I didn't want to call you out, but I've seen the pictures. You know, the, thing I love about, <laughs> the thing I love about this story is I'm inevitably, I'm talking to someone who wants more hair, yeah. um, someone who wants to look younger, or someone who's blowing a tendon or three, right? So, you know. I, I can't say, like, I will say, my knees aren't good. I can't say blown a tendon, but I can say that I started receding, and then in, I think it was May of this year, I'm like, you know what, I give up, and I shaved it. But it's frustrating, man. Every two days having to shave your head and pick, it to, pick your head and go to the barber every two weeks, it's it's expensive. Uh, I've dealt with cuts on my head. So I think if I had a nice set of hair, uh, it would help, and it would get me some more ladies too, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the, uh, the the sad truth is, you know, there's there's three kind of standard of care for 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 pattern baldness, and I won't take too much time on that product, but you know, it's um, uh, you know, for your for your audience, but you know, the fact of the matter is, you can you can do this microtransplant surgery, right, which is literally moving thousands of hair follicles from the back of your head to your top, something not a lot of people want to do, yeah. Um, or you can t- you can spread some goop on your head called Rogaine, and uh, you know, it helps for a little while, or you can take Propecia, which is a repurposed prostate drug, and uh, like like most drugs, it has side effects, and uh, and not the least of which is erectile dysfunction. So you know yeah. you trade off one big problem for another. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not trying to deal with uh, a lower uh, sexual drive. I guess if I if I take this stuff, I'm too young for that. Maybe, maybe when I'm sixty, Absolutely. sixty or seventy. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, we're on the line. I yeah. think, you know what 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 you know what I'm excited about here with this portfolio and this is you know this is a, a Canadian company doing work in you know in in North America, Europe and and, and Japan uh, you know publicly traded on the Toronto and the, and, the, and the US stock exchanges but you know what I'm excited about is we're we're just addressing things people really understand and and sort of hits them uh where they're um you know where where they'd love to to make a difference uh, you know on the top of their head their uh, their skin is kind of the baby boomers and the weekend warriors right hmm. yeah Lee Buckler joining us we, yeah Continue, yeah, sorry. And, and, and you know, I think if we can make a difference to uh, you know to um, you know, I know with the military, um, basketball players, um, you know, a lot of soccer players, um, you know, baseball players and the like, you know, if we can we can make a difference um, to uh, you know to to, to 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 big sports like that, 
then uh, then we've got something uh, worth um, worth being excited about. Lee Buckler, Replicel at Replicel R E P L I C E L on Twitter, uh, joining us here on the Jake Brown Show, played on iTunes, Spotify. What is your message here, Lee? Before we let you go, to to guys like a Matt Harvey, to guys who deal with Tommy John surgery, uh, to deal with these major tendon injuries. What is your message to them and? how things can improve, and, and even pitchers who ha- – I should, I should really be towards pitchers who haven't had the surgery, who pitchers who haven't dealt with uh, these elbow problems. What's your message to them and what you guys are going to be able to do here? Hey, you know, I think it's the same as to the as to the mom who wants to run and uh, and, um, and 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 can't run anymore. You know, it's uh, stay tuned. We got some exciting data coming out um, um, here um, early next year. Uh, you know, I think it's a great uh, a great investment and a, and, a, and a great opportunity to uh, to, to get back um, active and um, and um, uh, and, um, and 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 be the most you can be. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what the future holds. It's a very uh, intriguing concept concept, intriguing company. Lee Buckler, uh, it was good talking to you, man. I appreciate it. Hey, absolutely, Jake. Um, keep it up. Yes, sir. I'm going to grow some hair too in the time time <laughs> being. All right, my man. Take care. Thanks a lot for having me on. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.